Phantomaniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Dave, and I'm excited because Toy Fair was this past weekend, and uh, I, I have a wonderful balance of really cool things that we got to see, and knowing that there actually wasn't that much I'm going to have to spend my money on this year. Uh, you know, the, the older I get... The more and look, I'm not saying I'm necessarily being more responsible in my collecting, but I do sort of get excited about not having to buy things. Uh, now that I'm back in the wrestling figure game, like when they show a whole wave, that I'm like, you know what? I, I don't really want any of those. I get a little tingle inside. Same thing with uh, Marvel Legends. They showed the Age of Apocalypse wave with the Sugar Man build a figure. I don't want any of that, and it's really exciting. So anyway, Toy Fair episode, uh, myself and our head of research, Ryan Schweck, who returns for his second week in a row, uh, take a look at all of our favorite announcements and some of our not-so-favorite announcements from Toy Fair. We give you the rundown on what we think of Star Wars, Marvel Legends, Ghostbusters, G.I. Joe, uh, and, and really Hasbro was kind of the big boy this year, but then we wrap everything up by taking a look at NACA's incredible offerings. So uh, it's a pretty tight, compact show. Unfortunately, Belligerent Monkey had some work stuff going on, which, believe me, I can relate to because work lately has been absolute hell. Uh, I would rather somebody stick pineapples up my ass than go back to work, to be honest. Um, anyway, on to the news. So to be honest, this whole episode is mostly news. There were just a couple of things that I had to get to before we get to the bulk of the toy news. Uh, and the first one is there was a huge Star Wars publishing announcement. I am very excited about it. But you guys are going to have to tune in to the next episode of Execute Chapter 66 in order to find out uh, what the announcement is and how Needless Things feels about said announcement. Uh, personally, I'm very excited, but I'll be curious to hear what the Chapter chapter 66 crew thinks of it. Uh, and then really the only other thing I feel like I have to mention is after uh, Ryan and I recorded Monday night, and Toy Fair was not technically over yet. Uh, there were still some things to sift through. There might have even been a couple more reveals that we either missed or happened the next day, which seems kind of weird that anything would come out on Tuesday. But I did notice a few items that I didn't see on my initial inspection of all of the Toy Fair coverage, uh, and that is from NACA for their Aliens 40th Anniversary line, or excuse me, Alien 40th Anniversary line. Uh, Ryan and I talk about the main pieces of the line that were shown, but then I noticed later on they are also releasing figures of Ash, Dallas, uh, and then Kane in a spacesuit, which they have done before, but it has the face hugger on the face through the faceplate of the spacesuit. This one is going to include uh, a regular head and an undamaged helmet. So we are finally going to get that likeness 
that I wanted so badly when they released that facehugger one. And I hope that at some point we might get Dallas and Kane not in spacesuits. Um, but we'll see. I mean, if you've got the likenesses, why not reuse them? But it's not like they're just repaints or something. Like, they would be completely newly tooled figures. So uh, that's a different cost proposition. But NECA being NECA, I have no doubt in my mind they've thought about it, they're figuring it out, and we'll probably see those figures. So uh, there you go. I think that's really about it news-wise. I mentioned Corn and Faith No More. Uh, there was one other show... Oh, Pigface is coming back to Atlanta. I think it's June 19th, but unfortunately, I am working. I can't go, but you guys should go. It was absolutely amazing. Me and Mrs. Troublemaker had a wonderful time uh, in November when we went, and it, it was just it was a show unlike anything else I'd seen. It was amazing. So if you're in Atlanta and you can go see Pigface, I think you should go see Pigface. And also say hello to Martin Atkins, because apparently he's very nice, and I should have talked to him. Uh, there you go. That's more than enough news. Let's get on with the show. I mean, technically, I guess that wasn't more than enough news because we're getting ready to, to unload tons and tons of news on you. Uh, two things I wanted to mention. I had intended to do a completely separate episode about all the wrestling stuff that came out and that still might happen uh, probably a mini cast and I hopefully will be able to get together with Mr. Bo Brown sometime very soon to discuss uh, really just all the Masters of the Universe news from the past few months because there have been quite a few things here and there that we need to discuss and particularly the showing of the Origins line at Toy Fair. Uh, but I'm not going to talk about it until I can sit down with Mr. Bo Brown and do so. So stay tuned for those hopefully coming next week. It's just a matter of scheduling working out. The wrestling one may not happen, but the Masters of Universe one will absolutely happen uh, just as soon as possible. We've both got some scheduling snafus we've got to work through. Oh, and one more thing. If you're in the Atlanta area, this Sunday at the Marriott Century Center, the Geek Garage Sale is happening. There are, uh, I should have put my readers on, uh, 72 different local vendors who will have their personal wares. It is what it says it is. It's a Geek Garage Sale. Uh, and I will be at table 56. I have seven long boxes of dollar comics from my personal collection. These are all comics from the past, well, some of them are from the 90s. Uh, most of them are from the past 15 years or so, but there's plenty of older stuff in there as well. All a dollar, all price to move. And if you own a comic shop or you're a collector and you walk up to me and you say, hey, I'd like to just buy all of those from you right now on the spot, we can make a deal. And I'm going to have plenty of movies. I'm going to have toys. I'm going to have all kinds of stuff from the Phantom Zone that is in great shape. It's just, I need space. I've got to move some stuff out. So I will be at the Geek Garage Sale at the Marriott Century Center from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. this Sunday, March the 1st. Come say hi. Uh, and if you come by after noonish, uh, bring me some lunch, if you don't mind, because uh, I'm, I'm probably going to be riding that table solo, and I'd love to have a little something to eat. Here's, here's my vow that I've made to myself that I'll almost certainly break, though. 
I am not going to walk around and look at other people's stuff. I'm not going to spend any money while I'm there. I'm going to sit at that table. I'm going to play around on my phone. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to sell as much stuff as I possibly can. But I am not there to spend money. I am there to make money and hopefully just recoup the money I spent for the table and the hand truck that I finally purchased that I should have bought like five years ago. Uh, if I can just recoup that money, I'll be happy because my main goal is to get rid of stuff. And what better place to do it than with a bunch of geeks who I know are going to appreciate it and take it home and treasure it themselves and 10 years from now take it to another geek garage sale. Uh, so there you go. Please come out and say hi, hang out. Uh, we'll, we'll take some pictures and I'll sell you some stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm also going to have at least one contest uh, sort of an incentive to make a purchase and possibly another one if it comes together right. So come out Sunday, the Marriott Century Center, one of the traditional homes of Dorkery in Atlanta, and say hi to your old pal Phantom at the Needless Things table 56. And now let's talk about stuff that I'm going to buy over the course of the next year that will end up at a future Geek Garage sale. <laughs> Phantomaniacs, you know what time of year it is. I've been putting this episode over for weeks now. It is time to sit down with our head of research, Ryan Schweck. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. And potentially later, Belligerent Monkey, but he is uh, his his money job is kind of killing him right now, and I know I know that feeling. So he may or may not check in later on. We'll be ready for him if he uh, if he does, and we will miss him if he doesn't. So we've got. We've got a tight ship this year, but that's okay because, honestly, there's there's not a ton to go over, and I, I have kind of a theory about what's going on there. Uh, did you Do you feel the same way? Do you feel like there just wasn't a lot this year? So it, it was a weird year, and like, I'm excited to talk about it because while there wasn't a ton of stuff, some companies did some really new and surprising things. Um, and you know, there's obviously going to be the list of eight thousand Marvel Legends, sure. but even they came out with some pretty big surprises. Yeah, yeah, ones. yeah. That's so true. Your... Marvel Legends is often kind of like that's awesome, that's awesome, cool. We've been waiting for that, but very rarely is there are there big, genuine, shocking surprises. Oh, absolutely. And I'm actually glad, and we'll we'll talk about this when we get there. But I'm actually glad I was able to sit and watch that live or some of that live stream. I didn't watch the whole thing because holy shit. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll get there. My my speculation is, Toy Fair is for buyers and for the press. It's not open to the public. It doesn't benefit from the same kind of social media exposure as San Diego Comic-Con. And I know for a fact that Mattel, specifically their WWE brand, 
has chosen to focus more on WrestleMania weekend and on San Diego Comic-Con as methods of exposure for new products. Uh, it looks like Star Wars with Hasbro is too, that they're going to save a lot for May the 4th and right. uh, San Diego. And I think with the internet and with media evolving into what it is now and, and essentially being in the hands of the people to a certain extent that word of mouth has become such a valuable commodity that these companies are focusing more on their own events that are open to the public to generate hype for this stuff than they used to for toy fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. And I think you see the, uh, the change in how things are being presented at toy fair and when, how they're handling announcements. Yes. Um, so many announcements this year were not made at the show. Right, right. They but and they were they used like the TFNY 2020 hashtag, but they weren't technically there. Mm-hmm. Now so, I will say before we start, I just want to give a heads up <laughs> for the listeners. We're recording this on a Monday night, and we are expecting the Star Wars announcement for what Project Luminous is. Within an hour, maybe. So oh wait, what? Get, I don't, what are you? If even you talking hear me about? get real excited, like what are you even talking about? What? What? I lose it. Okay, so Project Luminous is something that's been talked about for about a year now. Um, they really announced it at San Diego Comic Con last year. What we know is that it's a publishing initiative, and it is a collaboration between Disney, Del Rey. IDW and Marvel and the tagline is the force is what gives a Jedi's power it's an energy field created by all living things until and the dot 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 project luminous the writers on it are Claudia Gray Justina Ireland Daniel Older uh, Kevin Scott and Charles Soule Apparently, it's going to be a massive publishing initiative that's going to tie in books and comics. It's going to be wild. So I'm in the background watching for the announcement to be made what it is. So Execute Chapter 66 is going to have material for a long time to come. Oh, God. <laughs> I cannot wait. Okay, well, uh, cool. Uh, that's, uh, that's awesome to hear. And I guess you guys, I don't know when you guys will be recording again, but... Uh might want to save the details of that for for a future chapter 66 episode yeah we'll probably put it on our next thrawn episode which should be coming very soon cool well uh before we get into this for the listeners if you want to follow along with the pictures that we're talking about and the toys that we're looking at uh please do check out our friends uh first of all action figure attack has been an invaluable resource for me for years now uh, he was in the toy media for a long time, always put up incredible pictures, and now is uh, working at Mattel on the WWE line. So follow your dreams, boys and girls. They can come true. He he is actually the guy who determines uh, what waves are going to be and is responsible for a couple of huge announcements at Toy Fair that we're going to get to on a separate wrestling-themed episode of the Needless Things podcast. Uh, Also, Action Figure Insider, really great on Instagram, less so on their website. Uh, The Fwoosh, uh, Toy Arc, which is going to be our main go-to, I think, tonight. 
And uh, finally, Galactic Hunter, who who you know our pal Adam Paulus was on the Needless Things podcast a couple of years ago and always has, he, he actually works for Entertainment Earth and always has uh, great insight as to what Hasbro is doing, or at least as much as he's allowed to share. Uh, but a lot of what I know about how Star Wars toys get made now comes from him and from Galactic Hunter. So go check out galactichunter.com. Uh, and with that, it's time to dig in. Are you ready, Ryan? I am ready. All right, so you, right before we started recording, you brought this up, and I'm so glad you did, because I meant to make a note about it, but I've been doing stuff uh, all day. Um, Super Impulse is, they've been around for probably a little over a year now, and you've seen, for sure, their world's smallest toys everywhere. Walgreens, Walmart, Target, uh, I think even in Kroger, that's one of those pervasive things that, that has made its way into every corner of retail. Uh, you've probably seen a little tiny Stretch Armstrong, little tiny Hot Wheels, little tiny Barbies. And they're, they have everything now. They're like the new Funko. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the specific line that you mentioned was what? The little uh, Migos. World's smallest Migos. That are, they're like, I think they're like an inch and a half tall, maybe two inches tall. They're so tiny. And they, what's crazy, they're doing the Migos. They're doing Masters of the Universe. They're doing G.I. Joe. Um, what else? They, they announced a few other things. Classic toy lines. And mm-hmm. what's amazing about these is they actually come on little tiny cards. Like, they're fully packaged G.I. Joe figures with the with the backpack and the rifle and the helmet um, on little tiny cards, but they come in the big plastic clam... Or not big, it's probably about, what, four inches by four inches eh. clamshell. Uh, That's about that. But these things, they're, they're great. They're incredible. And it really, it really does. Like, it looks like I took a shrink ray and just... Went around the toil. I went, nah, 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 yeah. shrunk them all down. Yeah, they're hilarious. And they're not, look, they're not, the articulation, I think, is like maybe shoulder, well, definitely shoulders and neck, maybe hips, but I'm not sure. Like, they're, you know, they don't have the same articulation, but they're like an inch and a half tall. What are you going to do? Uh, Transformers, they got Transformers as well uh, coming out. So I, I just think these are really, really neat, and I look forward to seeing them in person and seeing just how good they look. Yeah, those are going to be like hard toy impulse buys, like checking out and being right. like, you know, absolutely I need a world's smallest universal monster Dracula. Why not? Yeah, or Snake Eyes or Optimus Prime or whatever. I mean, that's that's it's going to be great business, and these guys are clearly doing well. Uh, and they also have a line of teeny tiny, they're basically 1 18th scale arcade games. Like stand-up arcade games, pinball. They they're even doing a, a line of tabletop ones that are basically GI Joe size, fully functioning arcade games. It's like you know you have an apartment, you can't afford a big toy collection. No, you can't so have you just a pinball get a tiny machine. One. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I I just think this is a really neat company and. Uh, it's always cool when kind of a a new gimmick. It's like years ago when Funko bought Reaction from Super 7 
And uh, it was this cool new retro thing, and it was really fun to watch how it grew and developed over time. And it's the same thing with Super Impulse. I think it's really neat what they're doing. Yeah, I agree. They're neat. So the next thing we're going to discuss uh, has, has, over the past few years, they have become very much less of a focus of these episodes than they used to be uh, from, in my opinion, producing one of the greatest action figure lines of all time with their Arkham video game action figure line to making a lot of really weird decisions and strange products. Uh, DC Collectibles has officially changed their name back to DC Direct. Does this mean anything? Uh, you know, there's a lot of chaos at DC right now. Yeah, there you sure know? is. Dan DiDio got the boot. Is there Are there any more details about that? Uh, there's not, except that it was sudden. Um, do you think it had anything to do with Eddie Berganza? I think it has everything to do with 5G. Um, if you don't know what 5G is, it is a upcoming storyline, not even storyline, publishing initiative oh. that DC was planning. And they were going to age up everybody. Um, Batman, Superman, all the heroes, and this fifth generation was going to take over. Oh like Jonathan Kent, Captain Cold Jr. was going to be Flash. Yikes. Um, and apparently that was going to be the main line. And then if you wanted to read about Bruce Wayne or Clark Kent or anybody, then you were going to have to go to Black Label. Um, and, you know, there's been a lot of Snyder apparently straight said I won't do it um, and asked not to be a part of it. It caused a lot of chaos. And so the rumors floating around is, one, that the heads of Warner Brothers looked at it and said, no, like whatever money we're making right now is from these, you know, the still belief that movies drive comics somehow. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, DC is losing a lot of money and on comics. And the other big current rumors that are floating around is that the comics division is going to be sold off and essentially licensed. Wow. So we could be getting Batman from, like, IDW? One rumor floating around is that Marvel will be given control. I uh, See, that... I don't I, know if buy that. Yeah, and that, I think that, it's a terrible idea. You know, it'll be a WCW, WWF <laughs> right. type situation. We're going to have an invasion, um, and it's going to be terrible. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I mean, DC Comics is in a big flux right now, and I think they're trying to figure out what to do. Well, you know, um, the same thing almost happened from Marvel's end. What was it, in the 90s, right? Yeah. Michael Jackson was close to getting a hold of a lot of Marvel. Right, right. Um, so... Well, so anyway, this, we, you know, I think DC is trying to figure out what to do. So maybe they're trying to take it back to the DC Direct roots because for a long time, DC Direct was very successful. That they were a landmark company for producing their, you know, their their specific licensed stuff. It was a name that was cool. Like it was like, wow, this is this is who makes the best DC toys. This is who makes you know, the artist-specific stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, their statues, I think, still do well. You know, those black-and-white statues, they pump those things out. Yeah, they've got to be doing... I mean, I've, I'm not, I don't really buy statues, but I've got several of those because when you're when you're offering me a 3D representation of Becky Cloonan's art, 
I have to buy it. Yeah. Well, and it's weird, too, because as kind of time has gone on, we've seen them license out more of those artist-specific. You know, we were – you're seeing some artist-specific things in McFarland a little bit. Um and the other licenses. I mean, they still they're gonna put out some more animated figures. Um, I would Bruce. They're doing a uh, Thomas Wayne uh, Batman. That Batman who laughs is gonna come out. So there's some coming out. I I don't know anyone that is still buying those. No, I don't either. Um, and I will say, I I get what they're doing with this line now because they're reissuing like Batman and Robin and Batgirl and Catwoman mm-hmm. and they have new deco and they aren't they're not going to fit in with the old Batman animated figures because they look different they have uh like painted highlighting and stuff that doesn't match the aesthetics yep, of the, the old legs line. yeah it's it's a they're they're different toys um but I'm not interested, and and you know what? Here's the thing. I stopped buying comic books in October, completely, cold turkey, because I felt like I just couldn't get invested in anything because everything gets relaunched or rebooted or restarted, and it's just not worth getting into anything anymore. And DC Collectibles did the same thing with their toy lines. You know, as soon as you started liking something like, uh, what were the smaller ones before DC Essentials? Uh, that everybody complained articulated about. Articulated Icons? Yeah, Icons. That was it. Articulated Icons is a totally different toy yeah. line. But Icons, oh, yeah. um, you know, I, I oh, great. These look really cool. I might be able to get into these, you know, in, in a little bit, not completely, because honestly, nothing's ever going to replace my DC Universe classics. But, um, you know, I liked them. And then after, what, three waves, they were like, nope, never mind. We're going to go back to seven inches, and everybody's going to have a shared body. And I just stuff like that, you feel like they don't support anything they do, so you just can't get invested in any of it. Yeah, and I'll say I like the DC Direct. I like them better than the McFarlane ones, um, and really price-wise now they're about the same. But like you said, they're going to stop the line, I'm sure, any minute. Yeah. Um, so what's the point? My other favorite thing they announced, their big you know, reveal, was this whole D- – how do you say it? DC-ceased or whatever De- it is? Deceased. I-, I have zero interest in their, in their repaints with zombie heads. <laughs> I tell you, everything you need to know about DC is that they're currently pushing a zombie line. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, too little, too late, guys. It's like, about 20 years too late. Yep. My gosh. That's a so, good point. Yeah. How, how... Not a lot. Um, but, you know what? Maybe there'll be a change of direction. And look, they still offer plenty of cool products. There are a lot of Frank Cho statues coming out that I really like. Ah, oh, man. Because I... I He's one of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, I got the... There's a Harley statue they did of... uh, It's the homage to Batman 66. She's running with the uh, bomb over her head. It's from one of the covers. Um, They didn't quite get her face right. So I'm a little little wary of uh, getting any of these other Frank Cho statues. But there's a Batgirl and a Poison Ivy and a new Harley coming out. 
just you know the statue division I think is mostly doing really amazing work and and maybe we'll get back I think it's a good idea like when they did the Tim Sale figures and they did the Jay Lee figures like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that's that's unique stuff that you can't get anywhere else Right, and specifically aimed at collectors. Right, like, and that's the stuff I'm interested in from them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so moving on real quick, I just wanted to mention that Playmates Toys uh, now has the Godzilla vs. Kong Master License, and uh, if you follow Needless Things Podcast on Instagram, you noticed a couple weeks ago I put up a picture of Godzilla toys in Walmart that are the exact same toys as what Bandai has been releasing for years now, like the sort of vinyl-type toys that come in those open boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have the Playmates logo on them now. Huh. So it looks like Playmates is maybe the American distributor for Bandai, and I'm very interested to see what they do with the Godzilla vs. Kong, which is coming out later this year. Uh, they didn't have anything to show that I saw, but if they go the route of making them toys as opposed to doing like these vinyl statues like Bandai does, if they make them like articulated fun, I don't need them to look exactly like the movie, but if they could make a Godzilla that had as much articulation as like, you know, a Fortnite figure, like with knees and hips and everything but not one of Naka's photorealistic ones, but something a kid could play with. I'd be very interested in seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, Godzilla, you know, is ripe for children's toys, because who doesn't want a giant Godzilla and King Kong when you're a kid? Yeah, seriously. I mean, those are monster toys are, I feel like, just waiting to get big again. They just need the right format. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, with that... It's time to move on to one of the big dogs, uh, and that is Hasbro. And the the biggest, I me personally, the biggest news to come out of Toy Fair from Hasbro is that they extended their Star Wars and Marvel licenses for multi-year agreements. The last time they did this, I think it was in 2013, mm-hmm. and it extended through... 2020 the current year so i think we can probably assume it's a similar time frame now seven years or so uh more of star wars and marvel toys from hasbro now i'm gonna throw this out there um i am not overall happy with what hasbro's doing with star wars I think there are a lot of holes in what they're doing. I think there's a lot of uh, playing a little too safe, not doing interesting things. And while I appreciate things like Galaxy of Adventures and like these new little vehicle lines, what are they? Uh, I should have this pulled up. Um, did you see them? Do you know what I'm talking about? The smaller vehicles. Oh yeah, uh, it's a it's a kid oriented line. Is it adventure something? No, uh, but anyway, uh, they're like five inch figures. I don't and... think they're even five inch figure. Galaxy of I Adventures know. is the five inch figures, and those are great. They're great figures. Uh, they're a little confusing because they have all of the timelines mixed together, and the assortments will feature like Han 
like a young Han, Kylo Ren, and then Anakin. It's like a weird mixture, but they they look like great playable figures, uh, very similar to like Disney toy box figures. Uh, but mm-hmm. then there's another line that Hasbro debuted that is centered around the vehicles, and each vehicle includes a I think it's a two and a half inch figure. Here they are. Uh, Mission Fleet. Mission is Fleet. What those are called. That's it. That's it. Um, and they look neat. I think stuff like that is neat. But we know it's not going to last more than a couple of years because none of these kid-oriented offshoot lines that they try last very long because kids aren't playing with toys. They're playing video games. They're watching YouTube. Um, kids, most kids, don't care about toys. Uh, I think, even though it would have meant the end of my 3.75-inch collection, which by this point is dying anyway because all Hasbro is doing is a bunch of reissues of figures they've done before. They're not doing anything interesting in the vintage collection except for the vehicles, uh, which are phenomenal and phenomenally expensive, as we saw with the Slave 1 repaint. (laughs) Um... Which, look, I've got that Amazon Slave 1. It's incredible. I love it. It's one of my favorite pieces in my collection. But this new vintage collection Slave 1 that they showed at Toy Fair uh, has even better deco. This is how I explain, like, the sail barge and the new skiff and the, the hover tank that they put out from Rogue One. These things, you know how when you were a kid, you got your toys, your Star Wars toys... But then you'd see, like, a model, and it had so much more fine detail, and it would have the painted version on the package, and it looked like what was in the movie, and you were like, man, I wish my toy looked like that. That's what Hasbro's doing with these vintage collection vehicles now. They're, the sculpted detail is fucking incredible. The paint jobs, like, there's so many paint apps on these things, it's mind-blowing. You look at them, and you feel like, oh, this is a little pricey, but then once you get them out of the box, you understand why they cost what they cost. Mm-hmm. Um, My favorite thing about the new uh, Slave 1, too, is that they finally put in a stand so you can display yes. it vertical. Like, how have we not done that before now? Yeah, that's crazy. And that's the thing is people... You know, the people who are designing these things now, frankly, they're probably 10 years younger than we are, but mm-hmm. they they played the same way we played with the same toys we played with, and they're putting out the stuff when, like, my kid brain wanted. Uh, and it's great, and it's expensive, but it's worth it once you get it on the shelf. But as far as the figures go, all we're getting is like, oh, look, it's Jedi Luke again. Look, it's, you know, or, you know, it's three characters from The Mandalorian that you're not going to be able to find at retail. Um, and you don't know if they're ever going to do anybody else from The Mandalorian. It's it's just really, it's a lousy line right now. Uh, and even the Black Series, which I am now, uh, I'm nowhere near a completist. But I am buying Black Series stuff, finally. As, Ryan, you, you told me at one point that I would. Uh, but even with the black series you know how many humans and troopers 
do we need? Can we get some fucking aliens, please? Yeah, I was I was surprised they didn't announce as much as they did for Black Series. Um, I think overall Star Wars is in a weird place right now, um, and they're resetting a little bit. You know, we're in between movies, but we've got Clone Wars and Mandalorian. I was shocked we didn't get Mandalorian figures. Um, I totally expected that we would at least get an alien or two or Bill Burr or something. Um, but I mean, really for black series, they announced this empire wave, um, which was like last year's star Wars anniversary wave where they're on the really nice card backs, but there are a bunch of reissues. They are reissues. Like we're going to get a hot soldier, which is great. I love the hot soldier. I really love, he comes with a little faceplate. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Essentially make like, eight of them but other than that like they put some dirt on r2d2 here you go well here's Uh, the thing here's the thing about that one okay so those of us who because now me and my son are both collecting black series and we got into it late in the game there is not an r2d2 that has come out since the the first r2d2 that was part of like wave one or two that yeah, I actually I bought back then. Wave one. Yeah. Uh, and, and then sold because I just decided I wasn't going to collect. I mainly bought them to review them. I was like, I'm not going to collect these. Um, the only R2s that have come out are that one, um, a theme park one, and then an Amazon exclusive droid pack. But like, mm-hmm. as far as retail goes, there have been no other R2 releases. So now, this is actually a good reissue. I like a dirty R2. I don't like a clean R2. I don't necessarily need him as dirty as he is in this Dagobah paint. (laughs) Uh, But it looks good and will have... Because neither one of us has an R2-D2. And he's critical. And they've done like a dozen 3PO's. I I will say, too, with these re-releases, a lot of the ones they're starting to re-release are figures that were early in the waves that before we had face scanning and so like early luke's look terrible well and the um, black the black series reissues to me are a little bit different than the vintage collection ones because it's worth as much as it sucks it's worth buying a new uh well even the the best ben han i've got looks really good i don't know if it was I don't think they were doing the face printing yet, but I don't need an upgrade on him. But but a lot of the Black Series stuff needs the upgrade. Yeah. That new X-Wing pilot, Luke. Now, that is on a new buck. Um, oh, really? It's totally, yeah, he's totally resculpted. Um, looks way better than the first one. Uh, and, you know, obviously they needed to put out another one because they announced the Snow Speeder. Right, right. Uh, so that was, you know, a good one. They, <laughs> one of the worst kept secrets, which cracked me up, you know, for people that didn't watch it, they had basically a live broadcast for Hasbro, and you could watch their whole reveals. And they made a big deal about, oh, it's the probe droid, surprise, surprise. The probe droid that people have been finding at Walmart for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, it looks great, but... Well, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Um, okay, so I was at work when they did the live stream. 
and typically I have zero access to social media, very, very limited access to the internet, but because it was Saturday and I just got lucky at one thirty and was able to to have some time to look at this thing, uh, I was able to watch a good portion of this live stream. And I sat there and wrote, because I couldn't look at my uh, the, the computer that I typically write on, I've got handwritten notes about this live stream. Now, you watched, you and Jay watched it too, right? We did. Okay. so Watched the whole thing. Made, made it through that really lengthy Power Rangers first part. Ooh, that was a lot of Power Rangers. I, it, Power Rangers, I get it. They're doing some sort of in-game kind of thing where all the Power Rangers are there. People are very excited. <laughs> wow, was it long, and I could care less about the Power Rangers. Well, I will say this. I will say this. I don't know what the Ranger Stalker is. I think she might be from the comics, but she looks pretty badass. It's the pink, yeah. and, pink and black one with, like, a bow. Mm-hmm. Like I might actually get that figure if I find it in stores. Like it just looked cool. Um, I, I'm curious to ask you though. Did you notice how focused towards collectors that presentation was? Because they were talking about like this will look great on your display shelf when you're doing toy photography. This will be great. Like they weren't talking about playing with these things. This this was presented to collectors. Oh, it absolutely was. And even the times when they would get to some of the kid toys in the Star Wars panel part, like, they kind of flashed them real fast. Like, yeah, kids will love this. Click, click, click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, when they talked about the Mission Fleet stuff, it was literally like 30 seconds. And then they were like, okay, let's talk about Black Series. Yeah. Um, So here here are the notes I've got. Um, And you, well, I don't know. This is mostly Marvel Legends stuff. So you're probably going to want to take the lead on this. Do you want to? Do you want to just jump into Marvel Legends, or do we want to talk well, about Ghostbusters real quick first? Let's finish Star Wars. Oh, let's, there's more Star Wars. Yeah, let, let's finish on the snow, the snow speeder. Um, you know, it looks amazing. Sure. Uh, it comes with Dak. Uh, we all, love all the Dak. pictures of it on the floor. It looks great. It's retailing for one twenty, which that's actually not bad. Is it terrible? It's less than the Vintage Collection Slave 1. That's true. And what I think is interesting is everyone I've seen is like, yeah, it looks great. I'm really going to get it when it drops half price. Right. <laughs> because everybody learned from the TIE Fighter. It dro- I mean, the TIE Fighter went down to like 80 bucks at one well, point. Well, from, from the TIE Fighter and the Sand Speeder and the Dewback and yeah. Ray's Speeder, like... All of that stuff just got slashed, but here's here is my theory on that. I think Hasbro makes this stuff, well, and and the the vintage collection skiff and the Jabba's palace diorama. Hasbro makes this stuff only counting on the early adopters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I bought Tie Fighter the first week it was out. Um, you're you're their you're their guy. Yeah, I'm not going to do the snow speeder. I'm going to wait and hold off and see what happens. Now, if it had been an X-wing, I I would have bought the sure, X-wing. Sure, sure. I'd price an X-wing, um, but I'm hoping the snow speeder will drop in price. We'll see. I'm glad to see they're going to try another 
large vehicle, not quite as big as the last time, but yeah, we'll see what it does. But the the fact uh, that they keep making these things shows me that the that us buying them on clearance later is not a problem for Hasbro. So yeah. Walmart is, you know, they're going to order as much as they order and Hasbro still makes their money and then if Walmart puts them on clearance, that's on Walmart. Uh, and I also, I don't know how much of this I can say, but I had a very interesting conversation with a Walmart buyer about percentages and about how aggressively Walmart pursues Walmart. Okay. Walmart pays less for a case of Marvel Legends than any other retailer. Because they say, if you don't give us this discount, we are not going to carry this. And if we don't carry it, your line will die. So Walmart, uh, a case of Marvel Legends is, what, eight figures. So $160 retail. Walmart is paying $60 for that. Uh big bad toy store and this is this is not factual this is this is just an example of the difference let's say big bad toy store big bad toy store is paying 100 huh. uh and that that is why GameStop is charging $30 for Marvel Legends while Walmart is charging you know 1876 or whatever their fucking stupid number is yeah that's how they afford to have 50 Captain Marvels and, on the shelf and it's also how Walmart is killing the toy industry mm-hmm. because they're making these demands they are the most powerful toy retailer in the world and they're making these demands of these retailers so when something goes into walmart if walmart decides that they don't want it anymore it's going to die uh, and it's why i hate walmart and they're the worst retailer in the world and we'll get into that a little bit more when we get to the ghostbusters section no. um well and one last thing on Star Wars. I yeah. did find it really interesting that the biggest Star Wars toy announcement that had the biggest splash was not made at Toy Fair. Like, a couple of days before, they were like, and here's all the Baby Yoda stuff. Right. And on Good Morning America, they show Robot Baby Yoda, which is already selling out everywhere. Yeah, and it's, they pre- it's pre-sold out, like, literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's an amazing little thing. Yeah, I but. think for for sixty bucks you, you're gonna get because look, I bought uh, the Do the little remote control robot, not the not the smartphone one, but just the regular like remote control one that was like sixty bucks. Uh, I bought that on clearance at Walmart because I you know I'm a piece of shit that spends money at Walmart even though I hate it. Uh, I got it for like twenty bucks, and it's one of the worst toys I've ever bought. It falls over. <laughs> it doesn't even. It just beeps and boops. It doesn't make any of the noises, or it doesn't have any of the dialogue from the movie. It's it's just garbage. But this this uh, baby Yoda or or Yoda baby, for Chad's benefit, uh, <laughs> looks really impressive. I'm curious to see it in person. Yeah. So yeah, Star Wars not doing a big splash. I think we'll see a lot more at May the Fourth. I think that's going to be their next big push yeah i think you're right and and, and, well and that's the thing is i think we'll see more at may the 4th i think we'll see more at san diego comic-con but i don't think we'll see 
anything mind-blowing. I, I think it'll be kind of business as usual, which is a shame because the last real boom in Star Wars toys came between the release of Revenge of the Sith and the Clone Wars cartoon where Hasbro didn't have specific things they had to put out and they got to get really creative with all the toys. Uh, oh, and actually, one more thing. One more thing I want to mention, just so I can shit on Walmart some more, is the fucking <laughs> the retro figures that I love. I bought two sets of the retro figures that they put out um, last year. You're the one. Me and Jay talked about it. Like, who's buying these? Oh, I loved them. I love them, dude. They look so good on the cards. Um, and so I bought, I found one set, and I bought them because I was like, I just want to have these. They're cool. Um, they're different enough from the originals that I don't feel like I'm buying like a, a bootleg or something. I just thought, I thought, I think they're cool. I think they're great. I love them. Um, and as we had talked about on the show before, it was blowing my mind that the reaction figures were doing so well and Hasbro wasn't doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so now the second wave of these, which is based on Empire Strikes Back, are fucking Walmart exclusives. Um, but I will say this. Hasbro has had better luck with Walmart exclusives than Mattel has because when Mattel makes something Walmart exclusive, you may never, ever see it. Um, Hasbro, while that job of the hut, uh, that came out several years ago, I never even saw like the Hasbro transformers, the retro transformers they're doing. Like I've seen everything they've put out. So I'm hopeful that these star Wars figures will, will make it in. And then something else that we're going to talk about in a minute will make it in. Uh, but I did luck out and get on Walmart's piece of shit website and managed to order five of the six Retro Empire figures. Boba Fett was already sold out by the time I got there, but I got the other five. So I'll have those yeah. at least coming uh, in the mail, and I'm sure the cards will be bent up and they'll look like shit, but I'll have a set to open. That means it'll just look retro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, speaking of that, though, I did find it really interesting. One of their big announcements for the Retro Collection is that the packaging... If you haven't seen the packaging, like Dave said, it looks like a old Empire Strikes Back Star Wars toy. Yeah, it's but it's like the, the original cards. Yeah, the sides of the cards on the black has like some distressing. Yeah. Some so what they announced that. is that I guess people had issue that the distressing was identical on all the cards. And so now it's, it's going to be, be randomized, yeah. so it won't be the same. I don't want the distressing there at all, but also it doesn't it doesn't bother me. It's just like, this isn't necessary. We, we get yeah. it. Uh, so yeah, I think, that's, I think that's everything with Star Wars, right? Yeah, not much this year. Uh, do we want to hit on Ghostbusters real quick? Yeah, let's talk about the Ghostbusters. So Hasbro got the Ghostbusters license uh, and of course everybody expected six, six inch Ghostbusters figures and they delivered um, uh, alongside quite a few other I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised at the range of products that they're offering uh, but the six inch figures the, you know the collector oriented figures that are, that are meant to go along with uh, the Marvel Legends and Star Wars Black Series, even those aren't the same scale. And I'm actually curious as to which they're going to match up to, because 
when you look at the pictures from Toy Fair, you see the Ghostbusters standing by themselves. They're not next to Black Series or Marvel Legends, which are very different scales, by the way. Yeah, I looking at them, I think they're Star Wars size. I would um, hope so, but see, the um, the GI Joes they're doing are Marvel Legend size. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what we're going to get. But it's called the Plasma Series, which I think is a little weird. Uh, it's got very boring packaging because it looks like they're coveralls, which uh, <laughs> Hasbro, beige is not an exciting color for an action figure package. Yeah, I mean, I guess the other thing they would have done is gone with, like, black. But... Well, they could have gone with, like, slime. Oh, yeah, you're right. They like, should have done that. Yeah, they should have done, like, ectoplasm, like, bright green, cool. I mean, it's, but whatever. It's not about the, you know, these are aimed at collectors. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll say, though, good for them about, too, knocking out the main Ghostbusters. Yes. With Gozar and Dana in the first wave. Not breaking them go. up over four waves. Yep. And, you know, I like they're doing the Build-A-Figure um, terror dog, terror dog. Um, I they look decent. I mean, they look very similar to the Mattel figures that came out a few years ago. Um, the head sculpts look a little better, but you know, if you have those, or if you have, especially if you have the Mega or the Mezcos, excuse me, you know, there's no need to get them. But there's a new movie coming, so they got to get stuff on shelves. Well, here's here's where the need to get them comes in. And, and and I I don't I don't love these. I want to see them in person because and this is something I meant to bring up at the very beginning of the show. This is my note. This is the first note I have for this show, but we went straight to the credits. Um something I've noticed, I feel like over the last several years and I'm curious to know if you feel the same way is that once I have something in hand, it tends to look a lot better than the pictures on the internet looked. Yes, absolutely. I feel like almost everything I buy now, like, once I get it, I'm like, oh, this this looks better than I thought it was going to look. Everything from, mm-hmm. from 112 figures to Hasbro to Mattel to anything. Uh, so I'm, I'm hopeful that these will look better in person, because that Ray head sculpt is fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not so best. Peter, Egon, Egon and Winston all look pretty good. I don't love that they gave Egon the weird glasses that have like his they're they're like his eyes are sculpted within the glasses as mm-hmm. opposed to having separate glasses like attached to his face. I don't really understand that decision. Um and the double... I do like the decision to give them all proton streams. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, that was solid. Um, and, Unlike and... those idiots at Mattel. Oh my gosh! And the it looks like the packs are removable. Um, the double jointed mm-hmm. knees look a little bulky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here is the reason to buy this line because I've got the one twelve collective Ghostbusters. They're the best Ghostbusters figures in the history of Ghostbusters figures. They look incredible. The likenesses are impeccable. They're, they're phenomenal. If you've seen a 112 Collective figure in person, you know how good these probably are. But Mezco's never going to make anybody else. They right. made the four Ghostbusters, and they're done. This line, you got the four Ghostbusters. You've already got Dana Barrett 
as Zool and Gozer, like, out of the gate, and a terror dog out of the gate. So if you're interested in a full collection of Ghostbusters figures, characters, then you need this also. And that's where I'm going to get kind of invested in this is... I love those 112 figures, but what I really want is a full collection of Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was really surprised that there is not a Slimer. That is shocking. Yeah, because maybe even, they're going to save him for two, but you would think they'd get Slimer in there somehow. Even even the 112 just threw a Slimer in the box. Like, he's just oh. an extra. But yeah, I yeah. I think from Hasbro, Slimer's probably going to be his own figure. He's probably going to come with multiple like switchable heads, um, and a bunch of accessories. Yeah. Maybe maybe he'll come with the dinner cart from the hotel. Yeah, uh, and I could see them doing like a wave two with the Ghostbusters in there, Ghostbusters two outfits, a Slimer, probably build a figure Vigo. Yeah, I mean they're so, you know because look. We get, or I personally gave Mattel a lot of shit for their Ghostbusters line, but in the end, they made a lot of cool stuff. Uh, and look, here's another thing about Hasbro's: is once again, they've even though Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, uh, Harold Ramis, and Bill Murray are all different shapes and sizes, they're using the same fucking buck for all four of them, which drives me crazy. Um, Harold Ramis is noticeably taller than the rest of them. Dan Aykroyd is noticeably beefier than the rest of them. Um, which, you know, whatever. But, uh, you know, Mattel did a pretty good job with the line. As much shit as we gave them, uh, they made Vigo, they made Louis Tully, uh, you know, they, 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 made a decent range of figures but i'm hoping for even more better looking stuff from hasbro i want to fill a shelf up with ghostbusters characters yeah i Uh, think the bigger announcement for them was the classics though that for me that was the biggest announcement i was so excited that first picture that popped up on instagram of the real Ghostbusters, because there's no reason that they would be showing Kenner's real Ghostbusters figures unless they were doing a re-release, which they are. Unfortunately, they're fucking Walmart exclusive. <laughs> um, they were supposed to go up for pre-order Saturday at 4 p.m. As of this recording at 8.54 on Monday, they are still not up on Walmart's website. Uh, you know, hopefully I'll find them in the store. Hopefully these will be distributed as well as uh, the the Walmart exclusive Transformers. But man, I want these so bad because Real Ghostbusters is a line that I have been very seriously considering going back and and trying to collect because I had uh, I didn't have all of it by any means, but when I was a kid, I had a lot of them and. I'll be honest, at this point in my life, Real Ghostbusters is the version of the franchise that I think I, I cherish more. That mm-hmm. cartoon is incredible. Uh, and I've got the Mego-style Real Ghostbusters that Mattel did that are great. Uh, but I I would love to see Hasbro 
just redo a lot of that real Ghostbusters line. I'd love to see the Ecto-1. I'd love to see, uh, you know, if they went on HasLab. I was actually talking about this with, with Ryan Cadaver, the other Ryan of the Needless Things podcast. Earlier today, he was like, do you think they'll do the Firehouse? And I think if they did it, it would have to be HasLab. And I think it would probably be like 500 bucks. Oh, I'm sure. Because it would be a huge... I, I, you know, who knows how how many of those original, uh, the tooling pieces exist for that still. They'd probably have to retool the whole thing. Uh, it would be very expensive, very collector-oriented. Um, but, gosh, I'd love to have it, man. But you could probably also mm-hmm. buy a boxed vintage firehouse for less than they would be able to produce a new one for Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, and just real quick, they also showed uh, five-inch fright features figures, which are uh, kind of similar to the Galaxy of Adventures. They're a little cartoony. Uh, they're not based on real Ghostbusters, but they, there's an Ecto One. There are a lot. There's a line of ghosts that ha- interact with. All right, let's give Hasbro a lot of credit for one thing this year. They are bringing back the slime. Did you see this? Yeah. The vent they're doing a Venom line that's based around slime and they're doing a Ghostbusters line that's based around slime. Did you read any reports of the people that have touched the new slime? No, no, what? Apparently it's gross. Like it's really cool they said, but it feels like cold and wet. And like somebody that reviewed it was like, I have never felt slime like that. And so now like I kinda wanna like get one just to you know, get throwing up venom, which is a gross toy. Oh, it looks but... incredible. The big giant one that it's like coming out mm-hmm. of his hands and his mouth and everything. Well, my favorite part of that one too is the tongue is articulated on a little switch, so you can have the slime coming out and then move the tongue real fast, so spl- slime goes everywhere. Oh, tremendous. Well, we are uh, we are a slime-free house, but I feel like I could get one of these and take it outside to to maybe film a little bit of video with it or something. But I I think it's awesome that Hasbro is bringing slime back. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's pretty much everything for Ghostbusters. Uh, let's save Marvel Legends for for last year and let's. Okay. I'm, I was trying to decide if I want to do a separate, a whole separate episode for GI Joe, um, like a mini cast, because there's there's a lot to unpack with these. There is. Let's, I mean, I think we can probably hit it a little bit. Yeah, I think I think we can talk about them. Okay, so prior to Toy Fair, uh, the images of the convention exclusive Snake Eyes figure leaked. Uh, it is a G.I. Joe Classified. Now, G.I. Joe Classified, another horribly kept secret. We all no. knew uh, We all knew it was coming, but we didn't know what form it would take. We didn't know what it was going to be, but we saw the first two waves listed, which we'll talk about that in a second because that's interesting. Uh, but Snake Eyes, actual pictures of the figure um, with his Arashikage weapons rack, that that's the convention exclusive portion of it because I'm sure there's going to be a single release of Snake Eyes that because you if you look at the packaging, it's Snake Eyes in a box, 
and then like in a regular retail box, very similar to the Star Wars Black Series, and then with that, the weapon stuff is in a larger box. Mm-hmm. So this this Snake Eyes looks incredible. He oh, looks so nice. He looks like a modern, updated version to Snake Eyes. He's got uh, the, the you know he's wearing like military pants. He's got the tight shirt on with the grenades across his chest, um, swords, the Uzi, the pistol, uh, and then the extras are the Arashikage weapons rack with tons of ninja weapons, which don't appear to be painted, which kind of annoys me. Yeah, they're kind of just a flat black. That's a little weird for a, what turned out to be a $40 uh, yeah. toy. Well, uh, especially how nice that weapons rack is. It's right. Got all, it's like nice gold sculpt, and it looks great, and then you just kind of have these shit weapons. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see if maybe the, the pictures that we've seen didn't convey the, the total finish of the weapons. But anyway, this leaked a few days before Toy Fair, and then... The Hasbro had announced that on Saturday they'd do a live stream at one thirty, and that a number of items would go up for pre-sale on Hasbro Pulse, which, I, I my opinion, Hasbro Pulse has turned out to be a little bit of a fiasco. Um, they are shipping stuff out more than a month later than when it shows up at local retail. And I live in Georgia, and we get shit way after the rest of the world. So there's no advantage whatsoever to ordering from Hasbro Pulse unless it's something that is limited or that you can only get from Hasbro Pulse. Have you made use of this a whole lot over the past year? Oh, no, I haven't. I don't think I've used it since, I think, maybe that first month it was out. Well, I mean, they initially, keep extending my subscription to it. For yeah, free. right, right. Yeah, they uh, like a month ago or so, or sometime around the beginning of the year, they said, "Well, guess what? We're going to extend your premium membership six more months," um, which is the only reason I ordered anything during Toy Fair. But uh, so this Snake Eyes the pictures got leaked. Uh, they had made the announcement about Saturday, and we assumed that. Snake Eyes would be offered Saturday as part of these pre-orders for Toy Fair. Well, he ended up going up Friday morning, like very early Friday morning. Yeah, it was a weird release. I guess to get people excited and tuned in, because they definitely used it to pump up the Hasbro Pulse show. Yeah, absolutely. And I look, I'm not going to lie. I got, a, I went on and I ordered two. I, I want one to open and I want one at because G.I. Joe, my favorite most personal nostalgic toy line of all time so i want one to have to open and play with and do whatever and then another to just have as this piece of gi joe history uh and i don't expect it to ever be worth anything but i want to just have one in the box what's funny about this reveal so they show snake eyes he's amazing i'm looking at it like i'm gonna end up collecting another line and then the other two got shown. <laughs> <laughs> so, so shortly after, I guess it was Friday after Snake Eyes went up for pre-order, right? Because I remember yeah. I pre-ordered Snake Eyes, and I was so excited because in my head, this G.I. Joe Classified was going to be basically six-inch versions of the real American hero figures. Like, probably 
a little more detailed, more updated, but essentially Duke, like, Duke would look like Duke. Roadblock, like, they'd just be modern versions. In my head, I was imagining them doing kind of what they do for Punisher. When they do, like, a good military Punisher, I was like, yeah, it'll be like that. Updated, real American hero, but a little more, you know, realistic, as much as you can say for a toy line. Right. Hasbro, however, chose to go in a different direction. They, um, pictures of Scarlet and Roadblock leaked, and they essentially look like Fortnite characters. I think, me and Jay joke, they remind me of the end cap at Walmart where they sell the action heroes that are like supposed to be G.I. Joe, but they're just a little off. Oh, that's that's <laughs> a little too harsh. Um I just Because here's the thing. Here here's what I had to because look, I want to be excited about G.I. Joe. I want to be excited about new G.I. Joe toys and uh I just, when I saw these, it was a shock to my system. It's not what I was expecting. It's not. Scarlet, Scarlet's face, like, is a little cartoony, and Roadblock has all this, like, golden armor on. And um, a weird, like, alien gun for some oh, reason. Oh, his, his gun is bizarre. It, it looks like, uh, looks like something out of Star Wars, honestly. Yeah. It's just really strange, but here's the thing. Since I first started collecting G.I. Joe in 1982, I have seen so many different versions of Duke, so many different versions of Roadblock, so many different versions of Scarlet between the toys and the comics and the movies and whatever else. This is not the first time that Hasbro has updated or changed the looks of these characters in a significant way. Well, it's kind of like they, instead of giving us 82 Real American Hero, which I think people wanted, we skipped straight to 1986 G.I. Joe, where we started <laughs> uh, we started and, updating a little bit. And that's, that's a fairly accurate description of these. Um... But I mean, here here's the thing, and here's what I'm trying to. Because look, I I pre-ordered all three. That Duke, because Duke came out. We didn't see Duke until he went up for pre-order. He didn't leak at all. Um, and Duke to me looks like Duke. Uh, yeah, he looks better. He's got this interesting scar on his eyebrow. He's got the tan shirt with the green grenade. There's a lot more, or the green bandolier. But there's a lot more detail. And then his pants, like, he actually looks very similar to uh, the Pursuit of Cobra Duke that came out. And once I saw him, it kind of all clicked for me that if G.I. Joe is going to be a thing in 2020, it does have to be updated because that's what G.I. Joe has always done. You know, the original G.I. Joe's, not Real American Hero, the old G.I. Joe's, were just army dudes. They didn't even have names or personalities. And then Real American Hero came along and gave us all these crazy looks like Tripwire and Hawk and Blowtorch and Barbecue. And the the franchise 
in order to survive has always evolved and while these figures are not what I expected or or even necessarily wanted if I want more G.I. Joe toys this is what they are and honestly this is what a modern G.I. Joe toy line should look like yeah I I hate to say I think the line's gonna fail um I think we've talked about it before. There's just not outside of collectors, which the GI Joe collectors market is smaller and smaller. There's just no nobody else wants these. I don't think. Well, and that's the problem with making these changes. Is yep. you know what I wanted was six inch modern real American hero figures, and that's not what Hasbro decided to do. Now. For right now, I'm with them with the hope that they'll maybe ease up a little bit on the golden knee pads. (laughs) Uh, But I think you're right. I don't think this line is going to succeed because I think you needed that core collector base that wanted to buy a stalker that basically looks like stalker. Yep. Um, And I I will say. One really funny thing that happened. Did you see the G.I. Joe portion of Pulse? No, I didn't. I, I <laughs> Once they got past Marvel Legends, I think they went to... I don't remember what they went to, but I was like, I can't... I think it was Nerf, maybe? I yeah. was like, I can't do... Because it had, or it had been over an hour at that point already. I was like, I gotta get back to work. I can't just sit here and watch this for four hours. I think one of the funniest things that happened, they made jokes about them being leaked. Like, oh, yeah, you've seen all this already. Wouldn't you want to see some bad guys? And people cheered. And then they just went, we don't have to show you that today. (laughs) And then just moved on. I was like, wow. "Wow." Way to point that out. Because Destro is in the first wave. You would think they would have quickly shown a mock-up or something. Well, that's what's so strange is... The Snake Eyes that we pre-ordered as a convention exclusive, he's not technically part of this first wave. They've only put three figures up for pre-order. Like, mm-hmm. when are they announcing that? Because nobody does a three-figure wave. When are they announcing the rest of this wave? Because it's supposed to hit in June. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really understand the plan with this. Uh, and I don't we know. Either. I mean, they're still, like, even the pre-orders are still listed Secret Figure 1 and Secret Figure 2, if you were from, like, Big Bad and stuff. But we know it's Destro. Like, that has leaked. Well, it's leaked. Okay, look. It's leaked, but we don't know it. Yeah. We don't know it until Hasbro it's, says it. It's it's pretty accurate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It leaking. is. Like, it is. we knew these were the ones that were going to be in there. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, and and look as you said, we're recording this uh, Monday night. Technically, Toy Fair does go through tomorrow, but I mean everybody's pretty much done. Uh, there's there's yeah. not a lot else going on, so I don't know. We'll we'll see. But I'm for right now until they do something outrageous that I can't handle. I'm supporting this line. Uh, I'm hopeful for it. And we'll we'll see where it goes. I, I wanna 
once I get these figures in hand, I'll make my judgment. Yeah. Because regardless, there was no way I wasn't buying the first wave. Just like I did with the Star Wars Black Series. There's no way I wasn't buying the first wave. Yeah. I'm interested to see him. We'll see what happens. All right. So, uh, is it time for Marvel Legends? Yeah. I have So, I have handwritten notes about everything in Marvel Legends, but uh, you, why don't you take lead on this one? Because I, I want to know what you found significant. So, once again, we have 8 million Marvel Legends coming out. <laughs> um, I just... Uh, I don't even know, you know, I haven't been a completionist in Marvel Legends in a while, uh, but I, if you are, I don't know how you're affording it. Um, it's wild how much they put out. So we got, before Toy Fair, the Gamerverse Hulk got leaked out, because you can pre-order him at GameStop with the video game. Um, and it's a... You know, it's a weird. It's Outback Hulk, and he has some weird paint on him. I think he uh, looks pretty cool. I, my theory is that instead of doing Planet Hulk, like he just went to the Outback. Yeah, and it'll hung be out something. with the Aborigines or something. Yeah, after Captain America dies in the game, which but is I, not a spoiler, it's in the trailer. I like his. Oh. Uh, I like that he's got two alternate heads, and one has a beard. Yeah. So the first wave we got was a game reverse wave. It'll have the game versions of Captain America, Iron Man, uh, and Miss Marvel. You know, they're they look like the video game characters. You know, love them or hate them. Uh, I and the, that, I think the Captain. Look, I'm not going to buy any of those, but I think the Captain America looks really cool. Yeah. I like the uh, what is it? Starburst Iron Man? Is that what it's called? It's like a yes. white Iron Man armor. Yeah, he's not part of that wave. Oh, he's, he's not? A tar- he's a Target exclusive. Oh. Uh, yeah, that Starburst is outside of that first wave. It's just like a regular-looking Iron Man. Oh, that's, that's the, the one that I laughed, because I, when I got home on Friday, I sat down with my son, and we looked at all the Toy Fair news, or I guess Saturday, and um, I laughed at the Gamer vs. Iron Man, because I was like, oh, look, it's exactly like every other Iron Man. Yeah, he looks nothing different. Now the rest of that wave is great. Yes, uh, they're finally going to release Marvel or re-release Marvel. You know, he's a toy biz. I can't even remember what wave he is, but he needed a really bad update. Uh, Mach One, who will be really good. They're slowly completing the Thunderbolts, so I'm excited about that. A re-release, a leader or not leader. a re-release? It's That's it's a new one. It's a new. Uh, Sculpt for Leader. Leader came out in a two-pack Well, the only years yeah, the ago. only other Leader they've done was the one that came in the two-pack with Hulk, and that was a Toy Biz one. Yeah, so Leader finally gets it, and then Rage, which I'm super excited about. Are you? Uh, yeah, what, what, he looks who is great. This guy? That's Rage. Okay. He is a teenager stuck in a Rage body. Oh, He's from the 90s. He was... What team? I can't even think what teams he was on now. Um, Did he hang out with Darkhawk? <laughs> no, he not, is... Um, not Darkhawk. The guy... Night Thrasher. Yes. He's a new warrior. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a new warrior. Uh, he was in the Avengers Initiative. <laughs> but, yeah. He's he's part of that whole crew. So, I'm super excited about him. And then the build-a-figure for that is going to be the game reverse Abomination. Which looks incredible. 
It really does look nice. Um, the second reveal they did, they went through the apocalypse wave, which we had seen before, Meh. which is the, which you know. So I'm all excited. I was planning on skipping an entire wave. I thought about maybe getting Dark Beast because I like Dark Beast, but otherwise, eh, I don't need this. And then they leaked or announced that Sugar Man is the build a figure, and I want Sugar Man really bad. Why? <laughs> what? Why do you need Sugar Man so bad? Because he's Sugar Man. That is like <laughs> Sugar Man is peak, like '90s excess oh, X Men. I mean, he's a big head, and he has four arms, and he has a th- Thor hammer that says Sugar on it. Yeah. He is awesome, and he's giant. Like, he's going to be, like, probably the size of that Modog Build-A-Figure they did at Toy Biz. Dude, that... Oh, it looks so good. That box with Jean Grey where she's, like, sideways looking at his face <laughs> is hilarious. Oh, that I, thing I is going to warm the shit out of some pegs. Yeah, I, I'm going to get it somehow. I don't know how, but I'm going to get Sugar Man. Um, and then they announced some Venomized figures uh, i guess maximum venom is a big push this year where there's gonna be a cartoon and some other stuff so they showed up i don't know what their actual names are but it was a venomized captain america a venomized spider-man and a venomized gwen stacy ghost spider at, they're fine i have no need to get those um no i don't need them either I, I think you know if you're if you're really big into venom they look pretty cool and i won't lie i like ghost spider i like that her hood is like a fangy mouth i think that's a cool look but i'm I'm not buying that yeah um and then they announced the next walgreens exclusive which is iron man 2020 which is also that went up for pre-order and by and the time, out in like five seconds. Yeah, by the time I logged into my Walgreens account, it was removed from my cart. Yeah, I missed it. I'm hoping I've had very good luck with Walgreens exclusives so far. Knock on wood. So I'm hoping I'll find it. But yeah, I love me some Arno Stark Iron Man 2020. He's got the gears. You know, well, the, the, I, I like it. The blast pieces are what. I'm really digging is this new thing that they're doing where they're doing all these like blast effects and gunshot effects and like all this cool shit like Japanese figures have been doing for years now. Um, like that one Black Widow set that they're doing. Um, I, War Machine is the new one. Yes, yes. War Machine has like, I think that stuff's really cool. And the fact that it's swappable between figures, like the new Doctor Doom figure has jets under his cape and you can plug Iron Man's blast effects into those. Mm-hmm. And they talked about that on um, during the Hasbro Pulse yes. segment. Yes. So apparently they're going to start having some more kind of interchangeable parts that will all fit together with jetpacks and blast effects and spells and all sorts of stuff. Um, which is great. I like that they're going to start doing that. Um... Like we already said, the deluxe figures they announced, they're finally going to make a War Machine. I mean, War Machine hasn't come out. There was a Toy Biz War Machine. God, is that it? They did an Ultimate War Machine that was a repaint of Ultimate Iron Man, but there has never been a Hasbro roadie War Machine. Yeah, and he looks good. He comes with all sorts of 
missiles and a flight stand. And... Well, and he's built on the base of that 80th anniversary Iron Man, which is an incredible figure. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that one. And then they announced Punisher with his motorcycle. Motorcycle looks great. It does. It was a little disappointment. The rumors were going around when it leaked. The retail kind of leaked out that there was going to be a deluxe Punisher figure, and people kind of hoped they might actually make a battle van. And I was sad when they didn't. Well, I really I... love that that Punisher comes with his Punisher Kill Crew helmet, which they didn't show as much during the presentation, but then on the floor you could see he has it. Yeah, yeah, it was in the display, but yeah, I don't think they even showed it at all in the presentation. Um, yeah, they should have, because that thing is metal as hell. I had heard that the battle van was going to be a HasLab product, and I'll, I'll be honest, I, you know, how, how, how well is that going to do, really? Yeah, it was, you know, wishful thinking. But, but speaking of HasLab, well, that was the end of the presentation, so we'll That's get to that. That's the big end. We'll get to that. Um, the next kind of wave they announced were the Spider-Man classics, uh, following up on the X-Men wave from last year they're going to do a spider-man wave in that 90s packaging um the big ones they're going to release a new spidey he's built on a new spidey body and still has fucking red arm pegs well that was their big announcement though i think the most exciting announcement hasbro made they have new bodies coming out yes. that don't have pegs and they look really good. What was it? it? Was Rogue and was it one of the uh, Wolverines? Maybe. Yep. Yep. Um, those two, and they, the female body, benefits from not having those pegs so much because yeah. it allows them to make female figures that will stand without the legs warping. Um, I wish they had gone ahead and done it on this new Spidey body. Uh, but they didn't, so he still unfortunately has the red pegs that have plagued all the Spider-Man figures recently. But the new body looks great. The new hip articulation looks really awesome. The new ab crunch looks amazing. Yeah, that ab, that, well, here's the thing, is Hasbro's got to play a little bit of catch-up, because so many toy lines now have uh, not just the superior abdominal joint, but also the waist, like... Everybody has to get away from that cut joint at the waist. That needs to be that rocker joint. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, we got a Peter Parker. Which yes, I think it's funny. People are complaining about the glasses on that Peter Parker because oh, they're solid. That's what they should look like. Yes. Um, and he comes with you know the half Spidey head and a I camera. I love that figure because if you remember that Spider-Man line from Toy Biz. That was one of the figures. Yeah, that's it. So I'm really looking forward to that. And then Gwen Stacy is the other they showed. And she looks phenomenal. Um, Comes with another Mary Jane head. uh, Because the Mary Jane figure was the Toys R Us exclusive. was kind of hard to find. Um, I think the best way to use that head, it looks like, is to put it on the Jessica Jones body. Oh, yeah. Netflix. And that will look really good. But I'm really excited about... um, Gwen Stacy. There's three other figures in the wave that they didn't show. Which is Again, so weird to me. Well, because it's one of those secrets everybody knows. Well, it's what Mysterio is it? And, it's Mysterio and Green Goblin. Um, it's like a classic Mysterio. or uh, Mysterio is the new one. A comic Mysterio, oh. a Green Goblin, and a classic Electro. Finish the wave. I'll, well, I'll um, tell you. I mean, all three of those are must-haves, and 
uh, we I was actually talking about this with Phantom Junior earlier is is that it should be a Green Goblin, but it, he should just be like not metallic like the current one. Just make him <laughs> classic like pink and green Green Goblin colors. Yeah, and people are really hoping he'll have a Norman Osborn head. Oh yeah, that would um, be fantastic. Which would be great. So that line looks really good. I'll definitely get all those. Yeah, for sure. Um, the next announcement they made that I'm excited about, I haven't ordered any, Hasbro has decided they're going to start doing troop builders oh on Hasbro Pulse. And they're only 15 um, bucks. They are. So they're 15 They come in like a cardboard box. Yeah, it's like a mailer. Yeah, and but they're going to do the Hydra Troopers first. Uh, which is a great figure. It's a cheaper way to build your army. The slide showed the Hasbro troopers and the uh, Wakandan army. Yes. And so people are assuming that's what's going to be next. You know, we'll see. Uh, what else they showed? They showed the new Apocalypse Build-A-Figure from Age of Apocalypse. Well, it's not so, the Build-A-Figure, though. It's it's the Deluxe figure. Oh, is that the Deluxe? Yeah, that, that was like... It's based on the Apocalypse Build-A-Figure, but it's going to be a boxed deluxe figure. You know, if you like Age of Apocalypse, you need Apocalypse. He comes with the skull. It's fine. I don't know. Um, What else? We mentioned Rogue. (laughs) Well, well, let me me tell you mine that I was super stoked about. Um, And we won't get to the big, huge surprises yet, but Black Tom and Maverick. Yeah, that whole line is going to be amazing. Oh, dude, the X-Men, which I guess is we're getting to, because this is it. Okay, so before we get to the big, huge, crazy announcements, uh, they announced Black Tom, which is he's been abs. I don't think he's ever even gotten a Marvel Legend at all. Nope. This will um, be his first one. And then Maverick, who is like 90s as fuck, but I just like that character. I actually have a three and three quarter inch Maverick from the old Marvel Universe line up on my GI Joe mm-hmm. shelf, um, and then uh, they're doing a Nimrod. Nimrod's the build a figure for what? Uh, so um, I think what I've pieced together is that is that next Deadpool. They're calling it a Deadpool wave. Okay, okay. And it comes with the blue and gold Deadpool, but then it's also where. Sunfire and Thunderbird is right, uh, right. I, that whole wave looks amazing. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, it's taking them forever to make Black Tom. Oh, and they showed a classic Storm, mm-hmm. uh, and a modern Rogue, which I'm really happy about. That um, I would still like to see an Extreme X Men Rogue, but that's probably unlikely. But modern Rogue, very cool, and and she yeah. is one of the figures that will not have the visible pen joints uh and i guess that brings us to the crazy shit doesn't it uh i want to say there was somebody else they showed before we get to the crazy stuff um oh so leading into the crazy stuff they're going to do some of the more old man universe figures so we're going to get an old man hawkeye Uh, and a new well, which I really like that comic. Oh, he was the first one. one that didn't have pens, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And then Old Man Logan doesn't either, and he's going to come with little baby Bruce. Um, so those look good. But then we got into the big shocking announcements. Uh, so Hasbro now has the rights to make the X-Men film figures, which includes Deadpool. And they look great. Um, of course, we got 
two Wolverines to start it off with. Uh, we got him in the jacket and then the uh, Berserker style in his tank top, uh, which looked really good. And then they went to, they're going to do, they were a little unclear on this, but it it seems like it's correct that there's going to be two Deadpool 2 two-packs. Um, one is Domino and Cable, which both look amazing. Uh, that Domino just looks fantastic. And then the second two-pack is Deadpool and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah, I um, think that that Domino is... I think that's probably one of the best figures I saw at Toy Fair. Yeah, and you know, I don't buy... You don't buy usually, the movie figures. I don't buy the movies, but I will buy her. Like, she just looks fantastic. Well, and she was probably the best part of of Deadpool 2, aside from Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get a Magneto um, Professor X pack, which is so awesome about these is they're coming with multiple heads. So you get a Fassbender and Avery heads, and you get Stuart and... Oh, God, my head. Um, McKellen. McKellen, yeah. And it's not Avery. It's McAvoy. McAvoy, not Avery, sorry. <laughs> you know, it's been a long day. It, you know, uh, dude, believe me, it has been a long day. The only thing I, I like, it's cool that they come with this, the alternate heads, but, man, that Ian McKellen head does not look right on the Fassbender body. It does not. <laughs> and it's a weird... I'm not sure why they picked that Magneto to go with. It's the one with, like, I don't even know what movie it is, where he's got kind of the armor chest and it's, the shorter cape. It's, um, I think that one was Apocalypse, right? Is that Apocalypse? It probably is. I, I honestly would have preferred if they had done a McCallan figure with a, a Fassbender head. Yeah, that would have made more sense to me. I, I think so. Because yeah, that, that's... That, the look they chose is so specific to that movie. Whereas if you'd done the McKellen, like the suit with the half cape, like you could have faked a Fassbender out on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Patrick Stewart head is amazing. Like it is, it looks really good. Uh, and then Mystique is the last one they're going to make in that little line, which is pretty surprising Um, because like, she's still basically a naked lady. Yeah, you know, he's a little naked lady figure, kids. Enjoy. Uh, so, yeah, and then the big... Oh, wait, we sh- forgot one. We forgot one. Who forget? Movie Cable. Oh, yeah, Movie Cable. Also looks incredible, but also fucking Walmart exclusive. Yep. You know, they'll, they'll get you when they can. Yeah. Um, and then they finished on the next HasLab however you want to call it, Kickstarter, fundraiser, I don't know. It's going to be a uh, life-size jubilee, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be the Sentinel. Which is so weird because, like, I don't feel like that's something I can get too excited about. I, it's one everybody's wanted. Um, yeah, the Toy Biz Sentinel is still amazing. Yes! Um, and But not a lot of people have it. I mean, that thing came out, God, almost what, 18 years ago, maybe? Um, well, but then there's also Hasbro. Now there's that, yeah. Did theirs, which I think is great. I mean, how, what do you, how big, what do you think this, first of all, what is it going to look like, and how big do you think it'll be? 
Like, which Sentinel know. look do they go for? I think they have to go for a more classic Sentinel look. I think they will. The commercial heavily, or the teaser heavily, implied 90s X-Men cartoon. Right, right. Um, so I think they'll go with that. I think it's going to be huge. Um, it'll be bigger than the toy biz, I bet. I mean, it has I to mean, be. To be worth a HasLab project, it's got to be at least two feet tall. At least. Oh, I'm thinking, I'm guessing three. Um, I think it's going to be giant. Uh, I think it will 100% make its goal. I think it'll make it faster than the other HasLabs So have. how much do you think it's going to cost? 200 And that's the thing, is for it to be a HasLab product, I feel like it's got to be at least 200 bucks. How many people are going to be... Like, what is it going to incorporate? What kind of features? Well, obviously, it'll have to light up. It'll probably uh-huh. have to make noises. Um, but the problem there is, when it does that, you can't sell it internationally. Um, uh. And it's going to have to... Like, it has to have features. It can't just be... I feel like it can't just be a three-foot-tall articulated figure. Like, it needs to do things. Like, it'll... I I don't know. I... I don't know, man. I don't see... I I can't see myself paying $200 for a three-foot-tall Sentinel. I I just can't. I won't get it. I mean, I'm happy with my Toy Biz one. Yeah. Um, well, and like I said, even the Hasbro one that they did is very like it's a more classic look. Very, it's very cool. It's a great figure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'll we'll be see. interested to see how it does. Yeah. I think here's the thing: everybody wants a Sentinel. Sure, everybody wants a Sentinel until you tell them they have to pay two hundred dollars for it and wait a year after they've paid their two hundred dollars for it. Then nobody wants a Sentinel. Yep. Uh, we'll see what they do. We'll and then, see. of course, today we got our post Toy Big leak. They're going to do a Doctor Doom in white, Kingpin in black, which I was disappointed that. Oh, that is disappointing. I'd much rather have a classic look Kingpin. Yeah. Like so we'll see when they actually announce those, but they leaked today. Oh, okay, okay. Um, no, that's that's why you're our head of research. You've got all the uh, breaking information. So let's move on. I think that's pretty much everything of note from Marvel. Uh, McFarlane Toys, I just kind of want to update on that. I, you know, I bought a, a bunch of their releases, or a number of their releases, and I'll, I'll buy cool characters that I want when they put them out if they look good, but it's not a line that I'm going to collect in any way. Um, you know, I, I've... It, it's cool, good for it. It seems to be doing all right, because even though they've done a dozen Batman figures, when I go into stores... They're usually only a few things sitting on the pegs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to be doing all right, so good for them. I hope it continues and is successful. But uh, that 7-inch scale is off-putting, and some of the design choices they've made are really weird. But let's talk about the new stuff they showed at Toy Fair, starting with those Wonder Woman 1984 figures. Yeah, woof. <laughs> Those Man, are terrible. They don't when they when I first saw a close up, I thought like, oh, does Mattel still have the license for movie figures? Because that face is rough. I mean, unless in Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, 
they follow the makeup trends of a lot of blush and <laughs> well, and maybe they do. It is, it is 1984. Um, I, yeah, they those do just don't look, look good. Uh, yeah, and, and even then, the Joker they showed is not great. Well, and that's that was the next thing I was going to hit on. They showed Arkham Asylum, uh, Batman and Joker, and look, they're has never really been a good Arkham Asylum Joker figure, which is insane, but there hasn't been. And this one's not it either. Like, the body looks pretty okay, but the head looks nothing like him. Yeah, the body, like, the details on the suit look wonderful. I really like how they made him real skinny and kind of gangly. And then the head just looks like it belongs on a different figure. It's so strange. And then the Batman is a little too thick and then if you look at the elbows where the joints bend, it when he when you bend the elbow all the way, it leaves this giant like notch sticking out of the elbow. It looks really bad. Yeah, and it just doesn't look like any of the Arkham games Batman. No, I don't know it what looks it, weird. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're doing with that. And then probably one of the biggest disappointments for me for all of Toy Fair is they announced the White Knight toys but they're this damn seven inch line and they look okay. Oh, I think they look great. I, I, uh, that is whatever kind of white knight figures they make. I'll collect. I think they look really good. Yeah. I I don't love that they're seven inch, but also they're such a specific thing. I don't need them to go with anything but Batman white knight toys. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably end up buying them because they're Batman white knight. I don't know if I'll get, um, Azrael, just because I haven't loved the second one as much. I haven't even read the second one yet. So, but I mean that the the Joker and Batman look awesome. I will one hundred percent get those. Yeah, um, and we'll see. I hope. I really hope they do a Harley from that White Knight. Oh, they have to. I hope they do both Harleys. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um, uh, one other note from McFarlane is they and this they showed this long before Toy Fair, but I just think it's really funny. Uh, they're doing a Spawn figure as part of the Mortal Kombat line, and I think it's really funny that the best Spawn figure of all time is not even from a Spawn action <laughs> figure line. This figure looks uh. incredible. Like, it comes out, uh, I think it's March 8th, it hits Walmart, because everybody fucking loves Walmart, um, and then March 12th it hits everywhere else. But I, I will as soon as I find this Spawn figure, I'm buying it, because it looks... Yeah. Amazing. The, the cape is amazing. Yeah, everything about it. The articulation, the sculpt, everything. It looks fantastic. Uh, and then finally, one last note. Uh, so if you go and buy uh, some of the McFarlane Toys DC figures right now, there is a picture in the product stuff of a Birds of Prey Harley Quinn. Oh, She's I didn't see that. on the packaging. I have. I just the other day bought the, um, the Hellbat figure. Mm-hmm. She's on the package of Birds of Prey Harley Quinn. No sign of her at Toy Fair. No announcement of her whatsoever, but she's on the packaging for the first wave. It's bizarre. I guess I have. She's in the overalls, right? Yeah, right. The golden overalls. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I'm okay with Harley Quinn wearing gold. I'm not okay with Roadblock wearing gold. <laughs> uh, that's where I draw the line. So, yeah, that's uh, that's McFarlane Toys. And uh, I think that leaves us... What do we got? Okay. Uh, we're, we'll finish on NACA since they, they were kind of the last big presence at Toy Fair. Um, real quick, Mezco 
very little. I tell you, the reigning camp of Toy Fair I for know. probably last three years, not a lot this well, year. And my again, they've got so much stuff in the pipe that hasn't come out yet, and I think they are more of a San Diego Comic-Con company now. Yeah, I think so too. They seem to not travel as much as they used to. So we uh, saw the 112 Collective Alien and Predator figures. Um, the Predator in my opinion, does not look great. The alien looked really cool. But here's the problem. I'm not going to pay 90 to $100, which is probably what those are going to cost, when NACA is making incredible alien and predator figures for under 30 bucks. I don't yeah, get like it. it. If you're going to get predator, you want multiple predators. Right. Uh, and you're just not going to do that with $90 figures. I don't know. Uh, I mean, the alien, you know, he's on that new, whatever they're calling it, seamless joints, you know, like they're doing with Batman 89. Right. He looks um, like a guy in a costume, which is very cool. Mm-hmm. And people were saying that the one they showed is probably not the final product, that all the paint is not on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, and I'm sure that's accurate because we, we, you know, as people who have followed Mezco for years now in this 112 collective line, we know the first time they show a figure, that's not what it ends up looking like. Yeah. I, it, it's an odd choice. Uh, they showed, what, Planet of the Apes? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Dr. Zaius. We got Dr. Zaius. He looks good. You, I, it's a Dr. Zaius figure, but again, for $90, I, right. I like, don't think uh, I'm going to get that. Well, and to go back to NACA, you know, NACA released a full Planet of the Apes line, you know, not that long ago that are great i i sold them because i was like you know what i don't need planet of the apes figures uh but it's another line where you're going to want all these different characters and are you really going to spend you know as we say 90 i bet dr zayas comes in around the 80 price point but still you know come on no and then really the only things they showed we got to see ghost rider with the motorcycle again which they haven't brought out recently so it was kind of question of whether that was still going to come out, but he's there. Um, they showed Two Face. Two Face got announced what a week before Toy Fair. Yeah, I've already got along with Thanos. Yeah, but really, I mean, Mezco's biggest announcement that wasn't an announcement. Well, I take that back. Before that, they did show a new. Uh, I don't know what they call them. They're Gomez universe. Oh, the five. Oh, oh, the golden-headed roach. Oh, no, they did that. And then there were these guys that are in the Rumble Society, and this is the underwater... Oh, yeah, he looks awesome. ...society member. It looks really cool. I'll get him. He's cool. He comes, he's got some weird alternate head that has, like, a bunch of tentacles and stuff on it. Um, Yeah. At first, I thought it was some kind of, like, celestial figure. That's what I thought, too, for a minute. Uh, They're fine. You know, it's interesting. They're kind of expanding this with the pink skull club and Gomez and all that stuff. So they look good. But I think the biggest Mezco thing was again in their little brochure they handed out. Oh, right, right. So you flip through and they show, if you've never seen the Mezco brochures, it's got pictures of figures that are coming out, what all they're going to come with. A lot of times that's how you find out what all the accessories are going to be. Well, and it's the first time we saw Aquaman. Um, yep. Gambit was, was yeah, released yeah, yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, this one, the big, Centerfold was Black Widow, um, so she's coming. It, 
you can't tell if it's a movie Black Widow or a just a comic Black Widow. But the biggest announcement in the book, they're going to do Christopher Reeve Superman, which is amazing and wonderful. Ah, uh, I cannot wait. I bet it's going to be the most amazing figure ever. So, yeah, Mezco not showing too much, but I imagine looking at all their pre the listings of when things are going to come out a whole lot of stuff is about to start shipping um so i imagine san diego we're going to see a whole lot of stuff um oh one other thing what's up with the hydra soldiers i don't know i i've looked at them all the the pictures of them and i can't figure out if they're built on another body and they just did them so they can have a a better display or I don't know what they are. Um, I imagine they would sell if they would put them up. Um, but I don't know. It's the sort of thing that I think they would be smart to do as a two pack. Like they did with like the Dawn of the dead figures. Mm -hmm. Put a bunch of heads in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like Hasbro did. Yeah. Um, all right, so moving on to Super 7 real quick. Just a few things to hit there. They showed a fucking $350 Super Shogun Optimus Prime. Uh, anybody Is that how much that thing costs? $350. So if you want it, good for you. Go get it. Um, but the things I was very interested in, uh, Super 7 has a line of Super Cyborgs, which is a weird... I guess they were 80s toys, like very early 80s maybe. Uh, but Super 7 has the license and is doing, like, specific characters, like Transformers and stuff. They, they've already done Optimus Prime and uh, Megatron, and they showed Soundwave and a Cobra Bat. A battle uh, android trooper. And they're, what it is, it's like a 12-inch scale figure that's a very sort of squared-off robot thing, and they all have transparent chest pieces with, like, stuff underneath. It, it's, it's like a cool retro figure, but... Uh, I will 100% get that Battle Android Trooper. Uh, it looked awesome. Uh, more reaction figures. It really, really sucks that those cost 18 bucks a piece now. Uh, and so that, that pretty much prices me out of that line. But they did show new music stuff. They're doing Run DMC as a three-pack. Um, Notorious B.I.G., ODB, uh, the mascot from Venom. Or I guess a character from one of the... I don't know anything about the band Venom. But I guess it's from one of the album covers. I don't know. The Agnostic Front mascot. Uh, something from... Oh, Rancid, the, like, punk from... Uh, I think it's the second album. It's like the punk skull. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, And then an actual Lemmy figure. You know, they already did the, the pig head thing uh, from Motorhead, but they're doing an actual Lemmy figure. Um, they're doing Randall Flagg from the cover of Among the Living from Anthrax, which is that one I will pay 18 bucks for because I have to. Uh, and then they're doing a three-pack of Slayer. And I couldn't tell if it was the band or if it's like some kind of weird skeleton versions of the band or maybe both. I don't know. Uh, and then in non-music stuff and the reaction, they're doing Aliens, which we already knew, but they're, doing, they're separating them into Colonial Marines and then like Ripley and Newt. Uh, a line of Back to the Future 2 figures and a line of Munsters. Uh. Uh, these are all neat. I like looking at them, but 18 bucks is ridiculous for a 3 and 3 quarter inch figure with 5 points of articulation. I'll buy ODB. 
And I think, and that's the thing is, when they get you in just the right place with something like that, like that Anthrax figure, then you kind of have to because it becomes more than just a figure at that point. It's like a collectible piece. And I think that's probably what they're banking on. But like when they're doing stuff like, like the Pee Wee's Playhouse Wave, like I'd love to have those for ten bucks a piece, not for eighteen bucks a piece. Yeah, and Aldery Bastard Wu Tang is for the children. That's true. Wu Tang so. is for the children. Honestly, he should be. That should just be in Walmart. Really, it should be. Um, like up up at the cash wrap. <laughs> uh, real quick, Diamond Select Toys uh, had a lot of cool stuff. Nothing I'm particularly excited about, but there was an Ahsoka Tano statue that looked incredible to me. Um, if you go to Toy Arc and look up the Diamond Select section, you'll find it. It's just a really cool. She's got, um, I can't remember, what were those owl-like birds called? I can't remember. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking more. about. Yeah, she's holding her arm up, and one of those is like on her hand. Uh, it's just a, it's a really beautiful statue. I really liked it. Uh, and then before we get to NECA and their big finale, uh, Trick or Treat Studios, who is known for doing uh, masks and costumes and movie props, is launching a line of sixth scale action figures based on horror movies. Uh, and they showed Michael Myers from. Halloween, Halloween 4, Halloween 5, and the 2018 Halloween. They look great. They look like they're thick and, like, bulky. I really like them. They're not... uh, One of the problems that I've seen a lot of times, like with Sideshow's 12-inch figures, is they're a little thin because they're sort of that standard 12-inch body that's meant to be an average human. And when you put that on Jason or Michael Myers, it looks a little scrawny. These were like thick-looking figures. They looked cool and menacing. The the sculpts on the masks, like they were very different. You could tell uh, that that each mask was from the specific movie that it was from. The coveralls were all different. Uh, the Part Five mask had the stupid like it's over the collar of the overalls, and it looks all dumb like it did in that movie. Uh, and then the other figure that they showed was Art the Clown from Terrifier, and he looked absolutely horrifying. So that one, I, I don't need any more Michael Myers figures, but that Art the Clown looked badass. I'll probably pick that up. And these are, they're going for 120 bucks a piece, which in this day and age for a 12-inch figure uh, is pretty great. Yep. And now, let's wrap this thing up with Naka, who no. once again... Even though you think, well, they can't do any more Jason figures, they can't do any more Freddy figures, what could they possibly have for us? The very first thing I see is from their Ninja Turtles movie line, which, man, I hope they're not going to be Comic-Con exclusives this year. I hope they just go straight to GameStop. Uh, Raph, Raphael in his trench coat, and Casey Jones as a two-pack. Now... It does not appear that Casey Jones is going to have a removable mask, which is a little disappointing, but I understand if they didn't want to license Elias Coteus's likeness. Uh, and I'm kind of curious what a real head will look like in that line. Right. Well, no, I no, I've got Shredder. It looks amazing. Oh, that's right. Shredder's, Shredder's, mask, Shredder's mask comes off, which I didn't even know until I got the figure. Uh, it looks phenomenal. It looks great. 
Um, that so, Super Shredder figure looks amazing. Dude, I am so <laughs> buying two of those just so I can stick a Kevin Nash head on one of them. <laughs> um, he looks great, although they need to tone down the deco a little bit. I understand that's probably what the movie suit looked like, but all the painted muscles and everything, I, I think they need to bring it down a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of got the shading like those video game figures did. Yeah, it's a little too much, and I, I, I have faith that they'll fix it. And then, the of course, the other darlings of that line are Toga and Razor. Oh, so good. They, they look, look so amazing. nice. They're so great. Oh, my gosh. You, you, I... These were definitely some of the highlights of Toy Fair for me. I was just delighted to see these. The only thing that would have made me happier is if they'd had a Vanilla Ice figure. <laughs> uh, these keep doing well. They might get to that. Well, and that's He's the broke. thing is, Randy, Randy Falk, um, you know, the guy that, that is kind of the big wig at NACA, like, he is one of us. He likes this kind of cool shit. He likes, like... I could see him putting out a Vanilla Ice Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 figure. As a matter of fact, if they wanted to do that as the Comic-Con exclusive, I think that would be great. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, So in other Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles news, I can't even keep track of all the like animated and video game and whatever else lines they're doing, but they showed new figures... I don't. I honestly don't know if they were from one of the video games or from the animation, but they had uh, three different colors of Triceratons: uh, Splinter, April O'Neil, Casey Jones, Baxter Stockman, uh, Krang in his little the body. Oh, in the body. Yeah, you're right. It was in the body. Yeah. Um, and then two different of the Rock Soldiers: uh, Colonel Trag, I think, or General Trag, and one of the other ones. And I. Th- think these are from the video game those are cartoon those are cartoon yeah, yeah so general trag grandator uh leatherhead metalhead all those are from the cartoon and then the video game they had the four turtles the foot soldier leatherhead slash and shredder oh okay okay well that's yeah it's it's confusing and you can tell some of the video like the video game ones have the like pixelated artwork on mm-hmm. so I guess that should have been the easy tell. I just wasn't positive they were doing an actual cartoon line. Yeah. Um, I think one of my favorite things is with Krang and his you know, android body, he comes with the little baby shredder when he got shrunk yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Um, I had forgotten all about that, but that's a nice touch. So yeah, these are, and I, you know, these are probably going to continue and all, continue on as Target exclusives. Um, mm-hmm. which I think the Turtles in Time figures are supposed to be showing up any day now, basically. Yeah, um, and they're going to do another rooftop diorama, too. Yeah, an animated one, right? Yeah. And I've got to say, so. if if anybody listening has not picked up one of the, either, um, well, I guess you probably can't get the Ninja Turtles one, but like this, just the generic rooftop diorama that NECA did, get it. It's fantastic. Yeah. They were great. That uh, turtle line, who would have thought the turtles would have come back this hard? Uh, well, it doesn't surprise me that the turtles are this popular, but it does surprise me that somebody other than Playmates is making them. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite lines... The, oh, and there's also... Uh, they are launching quarter-scale animated figures as well. Um, and they showed Raphael, which I thought was a statue at first. His articulation is so well-concealed that I thought it was just a statue. 
but it's a quarter scale figure like the movie figures that they did. Mm. Um, one of my favorite lines is Naka's retro cloth line, which I still think think needs a better name than that. But uh, they showed Brody and Quint from Jaws, and they look incredible. Um, the the likenesses on these are great. They come with actual fabric clothing, and if you've got any of these figures, you know that uh, that you know they're not quite the quality of the one twelve collective, but they also cost about a third as much as those do. And uh, they're they're eight inch, they're Mego sized figures, but collector quality. And if you follow Naka on Instagram, when they posted the pictures of Brody and Quint, they noted at the bottom that they are also doing a shark scaled to go with these figures. Oh, wow. I didn't see that. Yes. That's awesome. That's insane. Uh, So I am very much looking forward to having a a Bruce figure on the shelf. Uh, They also showed um, Victor Crowley from Hatchet, which I'm not a huge fan of those movies, but I think that's great because a lot of people are. Uh, Ghostface from Scream, which I will absolutely get, because I think uh, plastic Ghostface figures don't quite get the job done, because the sleeves mm-hmm. always look stupid, and the hood does too, but in this with this fabric cloak, I think he'll look great. Uh, and then the one that we kind of knew was coming, but weren't sure... <laughs> They left their bubblegum at home. Well, and that's the thing, is they they already did the aliens, so you felt like they had to be doing John Nada, but he also <laughs> seems like he should have been the first one because I wasn't going to buy the aliens not knowing if we were going to get him or not. But we are getting him. He's got the sunglasses. They are removable. He's got his plaid shirt and a shotgun, and it just looks fantastic. I've already pre-ordered it from Big Bad Toy Store because I'm not taking any chances because these these figures don't show up at Target as reliably as the Ultimates do. Yeah, they look good. They're great. They're fantastic toys. Because I've actually ended up, you know, some of them come in the clamshells, but some of them come in window boxes. And I went ahead and opened up a couple of the window box figures and the new Nightmare Freddy because I ended up with an extra one of those I got on clearance. And uh, the articulation's great. They pose really well. The the clothing all hangs really nicely on them. Uh, they're they're really incredible figures. I, I I definitely love them. And and again, for a third the price of a one twelve figure, they're well worth it. Uh, did you see the Back to the Future figures? I did. So they had two like different them. two different ranges of Back to the Future figures. They had. Uh, two different ultimate martys one in his you know the vest that we all recognize but the one i was actually a little more excited about was marty in the radiation suit yeah i'm gonna get my darth vader figure from the planet vulcan exactly they look great again guys these were six inch i would be so happy (laughs) i know that different scaling is so such a bummer sometimes but yeah uh I'll probably get the Darth Vader figure. It because it, it'll look good on your like miscellaneous shelf. Yeah, you know, yeah. And then the other big one, the seven inch, this new Defenders of the Earth little line they're doing. Dude, what a bizarre thing to all of a sudden. There are two different companies doing this. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know why they're doing it, but they look amazing. They look so that good. Me- that Ming the Merciless is a beautiful figure. Well, all of them. I mean, the Flash Gordon is like, 
you know, because I, I, I don't want to talk poorly about anybody, really, but Boss Fight Studios has been pimping their Flash Gordon movie line for a long time now, and they finally showed the Flash Gordon figure a week or so before Toy Fair, and, uh, you know, I don't really care for it. I thought it was going to be a more photorealistic thing, and it's it's a more, like, 80s toy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just didn't quite do it for me. But this Flash is straight out of the cartoon, except it looks like a real dude. Uh, he's a little beefy for my Flash Gordon tastes. Well, but, uh, yeah. He, yeah, they all just look great. Um, Mandrake figure, God, he would look so good with Zatanna. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's totally a Zatara figure. Um, yeah. Yeah, what a weird line, and I'm really curious to see what what the deal is. Like, because as far as I know, there's no new media for this. I think like Boom or Dynamite, one of those companies, has the license to do uh, comic books, but I'm not aware of any kind of new cartoon or or anything happening with those. So this is yeah. just a again, this is probably one of Randy Fox like passion projects. Yeah. Uh, they also showed animated or two. I think it's tuned up is what they're called. Yeah, um, the tuned figures. Yeah, they showed uh, Doc and Marty from Back to the Future with the DeLorean, which was pretty impressive. And then also Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. I end up getting those Bill and Ted ones. I'm oh, a they big look fan great. Of Bill and Ted. Yeah, they and look I great. really like the Beetlejuice they did from those kind of toony figures. He looks really cool. Yeah, the, there are. I'm. I'm a little iffy on some of those because you know there was an artist online that was doing that years ago and I don't know if they just stole his idea or if he's involved in any way Uh, so I'm a little I don't know but like some of them really work well like the nun is hilarious the running nun um some of them are very cool, and and you know now they're branching out into Bill and Ted, who actually had a cartoon. So like, uh-huh. they're kind of getting beyond the well. This looks like Freddy art a guy did, uh, and they're obviously doing well because you go into Target and you know they're always there, but they're also not clogging pegs. Like they're clearly selling. Yeah, uh, we've got another. If you're a Predator collector, another one of Naka's huge announcements is they're going back and redoing the entire Lost Tribe from Predator 2 as Ultimate figures. Uh, and if you've got any of the Predator Ultimates, you know how many accessories come with, they come with. Uh, the alternate heads, the masks, like the articulation is unbelievable. I think it's great they're doing this, but I've already got all of the original Lost Tribe figures. I, I just can't see myself upgrading that many figures for 28 bucks a piece. Yeah. I, you know, I'll give Naked. They have milked the Alien and Predator franchises for all it's worth. Well, and speaking of that, our <laughs> Alien 40th anniversary line is finally coming. It was supposed to hit last year. Uh, and I'm not sure exactly what happened, but it's well worth the wait because we're getting an updated Ripley. Uh, that looks great. Like the the head sculpt on the original Ripley figures they did is is good, but this one looks amazing, and it comes with Jonesy and the crate, uh, which I think is a big deal. Like because that's you know that last portion of the movie, she's got Jonesy in that carrier the whole time, 
So I think that's very cool. Uh, and then Brett and Parker and the likenesses on these are unbelievable. Did you see these things? Oh, yeah. They're outstanding. Just every figure they put out looks amazing. Well, the I mean, these look like little tiny versions of Harry Dean Stanton and Yafikado. I mean, they're just unbelievable. And I, I they have said they are continuing on with the crew of the Nostromo, so hopefully we'll get everybody else as well. Um, mm-hmm. But that's, you know, uh, again... I wouldn't have thought I'd buy a Ripley upgrade, but this one looks so good, and that accessory is so important that uh, I'll definitely get her. And if you go to Big Bad Toy Store, you can get the whole set for sixty bucks, which is a deal. Oh wow, that is a deal. Yeah, twenty bucks a piece for these is, is great. Uh, and I think that pretty much wraps it up. Do you have any other notes well, about anything else? Uh, yeah, I think one thing that caught my eye for Mako were the new replicas they're doing. Oh, right, right. Um, That's That was on my next page. I didn't carry it over. Go ahead. Yeah, so they're going to do some animated Batman series replicas. They're doing, like, a freeze set that comes with the freeze gun and some goggles. They're doing the grapple, whatever you call it, grapple launcher from Batman the Animated Series. Harley's gun, which looks amazing. The cork popper gun. Yeah, yeah. Um Batman Beyond's little boomerang, batarang, um, Nightwings, uh, how are we saying? Es- I can never say Eskirma it right. Eskirma. Uh, yeah, and they're from the, uh, what's it called? Arkham, Arkham games. Yeah. They don't quite fit in with the rest of them. And then some Kryptonite. I mean, Kryptonite's Kryptonite. You can't do much with them. But the Batman animated series replicas look amazing. Well, I'm not here for all that. You know what I'm here for. I'm here for the Batman 1989. That's right. The grapnel gun, the batarang, and the freaking ultra launcher, the thing from the museum scene. You know, I don't know, and I guess I probably did know this from the figure, but I keep forgetting it had that weird wrist part yeah. that comes out the end of it. It, like, attaches to his arm. You just don't see it because you're not, you're not looking at what he's doing you're looking at him and kim basinger and jack nicholson you're you're only vaguely aware of what this piece of equipment is doing yeah but god they look fantastic i will be i don't even i don't give a shit how much they cost i am getting all three of those pieces because i i've actually ended up with sort of a batman 1989 collection now um i've got to have them they look amazing Yeah, depending on price, I may buckle and get those, too. I mean, at least a Batarang. Yeah. Everybody needs a Batarang. And, and, you know, to go back a few years, uh, DC Collectibles put out an Arkham Knight Batarang that's amazing. And it was, at the time, I think it was only like 20 bucks. It actually, it's the um, Sonic Batarang. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It folds in half, and then you press a button, and it flips out, and it actually has a little light-up display in the middle. It's great. Like, any Batman fan should have one of these things, but I, they, I bet they cost a lot now. Oh, um, I'm sure they do. I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's all the the big stuff that I can think of. So, out of everything that we looked... Well, first of all, company-wise, who do you think won the show? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> While Naka obviously had the best, I think, overall show and had some of the most, you know, big reveals and really cool looking stuff, 
Hasbro put out Sugar Man. So oh, Hasbro gosh. wins. <laughs> so here's <laughs> because of their commitment to Sugar Man. Um I'll qualify this because I don't feel like anybody truly blew me away, but NACA had the most stuff that got me the most stuff that, that made my wallet go, Oh, that I know I'm going to end up buying. Uh, Hasbro, while it's exciting to see GI Joe and Ghostbusters, what they offered didn't really blow me away. Like I wanted it to, yeah, I think I was expecting more. So as like, mu- like Hasbro actually probably had the most reveals, but they didn't have anything that really got me excited. Mm-hmm. And the GI Joe not being what I wanted it to be was kind of a letdown. Yeah, I just it really feels like Hasbro blew it. Six GI Joes should be the biggest thing collectors are talking about i mean it's been years since people have talked about wanting these and it was just a dud i yeah the response that i've seen online has not been positive as a matter of fact i i would go so far as to say how negative some of it was actually made me like the line more because i was like well these people are just being dicks so now i feel like (laughs) i kind of need to support the line but they're not (sighs) wrong like it's just a bizarre choice you know, maybe if you want to mix it up some, uh, you know, put out, well, but but again, every time I start thinking like, well, they should have put out a regular Duke, well, what does that even mean? Because if I look at this Duke, he looks like Duke. It's just, I don't know, they're, they're a little more off than they need to be. And, and it's possible that Hasbro will course correct. That's happened in the past. Uh, I'll be interested to see what the rest of this wave looks like. I think the line is going to live or die by Cobra. It's, you know, we'll see what Cobra, you know, if Storm Shadow comes out and is unbelievably awesome, that will save a lot. Well, I mean, Storm the, Shadow. And, How can you mess Storm Shadow Well, up? no, here's the thing, is Hasbro has fucked Storm Shadow up before and multiple times. Um, Storm Shadow is actually, I think, he's very easy to get right. But he's also very easy, like, if you decide, well, I can make Storm Shadow look cooler than that, I think he's also very easy to screw up. And, uh, you know, if they deviate too far from either his original design or that camo design, uh, I think they could really blow it. So it'll be interesting to watch. But And that's the thing. That's the takeaway from everything that we saw at Toy Fair is there regardless of of uh how exciting what we was uh, what we saw was there is a lot that we saw and there are a couple things like I said the Masters of the Universe stuff and the WWE stuff are going to be separate uh, mini episodes uh but there was a lot to take in and honestly it just made me more excited for San Diego Comic-Con yeah same here well uh, Ryan thanks for coming on and running down everything that we saw at Toy Fair this year uh, and we will be back uh, at some point. Well, you guys will be back with a new order of Execute Chapter 66 fairly soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the next week or two. Yeah, discussing the what the third book of the Thorn, the current Thrawn trilogy. Yes. And uh, we'll be back on talking about toys sooner than later, I'm sure. All right. Good to be here. All right. Later, man. Later. 
speaking of toys, please go back in the archives to, like, yesterday and listen to my unboxing of the Billy Bob Broccoli Deluxe Vinyl Figure from JustinIshmael.com. This is a treasured character from my childhood. If you remember Showbiz Pizza Place, then you remember Billy Bob. You can go to YouTube, Google some videos, and see that this is where Five Nights at Freddy's came from. If you ever wondered why it was a bear instead of a rat in the game. Uh, maybe there's a rat in the game. I don't know. I've never played it. But this is a deluxe collectible vinyl figure that I, I am absolutely in love with. So please go listen to that minicast. Uh, share it with your friends. Share this episode with your friends. And uh, somebody get Justin Ishmael to listen to that unboxing. And maybe he'll enjoy it. Maybe he'll share it. Maybe I'll get dozens of new listeners from reviewing that beloved bear. Anyway, I uh, hope to see some of you at the Geek Garage sale. I think it's going to be a really fun event. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty amped up for it. I'm almost done with everything I need to do. I'm going to get everything packed up in the car Saturday night and then truck it on down there Sunday morning. If anybody wants to show up at 7 a.m. at the Marriott Century Center and help me load in, I, I would love it. I'd appreciate it. I'll buy you breakfast. I'll, I'll give you a treat of some kind. I don't know what. I don't know. I've, I'll have plenty of treats. Uh, but anyway, there you go. That's our episode, Toy Fair 2020. Uh, always fun to talk about the toys, even if maybe there wasn't anything that blew our minds too much. And I've already pre-ordered a bunch of stuff. Much to my shame from Walmart. Ugh. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things Podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vicks employee. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh.